Hello and welcome to all that good stuff. The good one today, we're in the same room. We're in the same room, mate. I'm here with my fantastic co-host Sam. I've got to say it to him because you can actually throw a bottle at me. <laughs> How are good? you, mate? I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm good. Um... Thanks for making the effort to come down. He's come to me, which makes all the difference because I haven't had to go anywhere. Yeah, well, it's a long drive, man. So um, it's good, though. We've come down, I suppose, just for the listeners, just to know the reason why. It's because a couple of episodes ago we talked about your networking meeting. We did. Um, and, so and somehow I've managed to sell you my personal network and you've come to test the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to make the journey every Friday morning for half six, I think. I don't think so, no. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it's good. So I drove down, we can get a, get a podcast recorded today and then tomorrow morning we'll go, uh, well I'll go and check out your networking group and see what you guys are doing there. And hopefully we'll impress you enough that you'll at least consider joining something like this your way. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because I think, like we said, and in, in, in not to beat around it too much, but being around other business professionals is massive and understanding that all your problems aren't massive problems yeah. when you actually talk about them is, is huge. And Do you know, I think as well, like, a thing that I've, I think I, I realised from that conversation is I think a group where people pay to be a part of it, I think hmm. that's a big deal. I think that's a big differentiator with yeah. between those types of groups and the free ones. Because it's, it. do you know it's, what I mean? It, so it, I'm looking for that. If anybody knows any in Nottingham or around about Nottingham, let me know. I mean, it's interesting because I mean the the structure of it is it works out to be about a thousand pound a year. Yeah. So for some small businesses, I mean for anyone, it's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, fortunately, it's broken up into monthly payments for me. But you know, it's it's one of those things where there are some businesses that during the course of a networking event, won't see that money yeah. back as a return for two, maybe three years because they're so niched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, I mean, I'm fortunate I sell building materials. Yeah. I've, I met a guy or a lady within my group whose husband needed some bricks. I sold her some bricks, £15,000. Yeah. I mean, the margin on that almost covered at least a percentage of what I'm doing. Yeah, I, yeah. Naturally, when you're in the group, you give discounts to the group with yeah. a view that their referral is worth more than the margin that you're making on the product that you're selling them. Yeah. But, here we are. So we'll see. Maybe I can rinse your group for while they're worth tomorrow. (laughs) In all honesty, I think we've had the conversation before. There are a number of people in that room that I think you having a conversation with doesn't... It's not going to hurt. And and also the fact that we're in this digital age where actually just by building contact with these people, you you may well find that there's some... if, If there's not use out of these guys they might find use out of you because yeah 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 because naturally you're you're very niche in what you do yeah for a living interesting one actually just on that and then we'll get into the the main the main topic of the episode i suppose but just to kind of it's one of the things that i realized the other day i went to meet a um potential i'm starting to see the power of networks and referrals Mm. right and it's becoming quite evident so one of the kitchen guys that is one is a KBB sales engine client. Mm. He is um, moving. He's setting up a new um, showroom with inside a big furniture showroom. Oh, okay. Right. So then he's gone and said to the ki- the furniture showroom, "You should speak to Sam uh, because this is all the cool shit that he's done for me." Yeah. You guys could really make use of it for your stuff. So then I went in and actually had this the meeting with with those guys. Um, they're a big furniture showroom in Sheffield. And 
their their web de- they they also use an agency for their web development right okay. so they've got a big Shopify store a big online e-commerce store that mm. they sell all the furniture on he came down from Newcastle and he was in the meeting with us as well and then he rang me afterwards and he was like what you're doing is really interesting we want you to do that for some of our clients so just from me selling this one it's, it's... one these one this one um, KBB sales engine package has led to like potentially two more. Um, two more clients like very quickly. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, selling on referral is, is so much easier than, than cold selling. Yeah. I, I mean, ironically, I've finally done my 5x5 five five for Adam and the Expert Trade Boys um, and their new podcast. Shout out to the MBS network, I think. Yeah, MBS. Um, I finally done my 5x5 five five and I sat there and I actually, I'm not one for scripts, but I'm needed to get it to stretch to about five minutes. So, so. just to be clear for the listeners, the 5x5 five five is a new podcast that the MBS dot uh, yeah, right. fm network is releasing which is just five minutes five uh, minutes of knowledge every day isn't it? five minutes of knowledge five days a week we've all been asked to do one i've not pulled my finger out and done mine yet but you've done yours i, now. I, I did mine on tuesday harry actually sent me a, a message saying um i want to do x y and z can you just do me a quick video i said well i'm doing that i'll do you five by five at the same time yeah yeah and uh yeah, it's the first time I've ever been able to pull my finger out and do something when I said I was going to do it <laughs> 24 hours late. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where we, we like to support the group. The Startup Diary Club is... Uh, I don't want to go and stick more ego into the boys' heads, but it, it's been life-changing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the fact that we're sat in this room together because of the group is a testament yeah, to yeah, the group. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, and the fact that... I mean, I've just put a date in a diary with Steve... Stephen May. Stephen May, he was on a previous episode. I mean, I'm having fairly frequent conversations with the likes of Alison and John yeah. and, and and all these friendships that we're building within this sort of professional realm. I know I don't need to go any further for marketing advice than Sam. I talk to Sam every week. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things where the power of the network, and, and you never know, you might find someone that is building a house down the road from you and they're like, shit, I can't do this. And you hear a grumbling. Yeah. Oh, quick, I'll tell De- tell them about Dan. Exactly, and, yeah. Uh, ironically, I, I had a meeting with a company that are in the process of sort of refining a CRM that they've built over the last couple of years. Um, my PR marketing person, Ian, also does the marketing PR for this company and right. saw, saw this, there was some synergy between the two businesses and... I think he wanted it as a PR sort of thing for him where he could take photos of two of his clients having meetings together. Yeah, yeah. Um, but actually through the conversation, I can see that I need to sort of have some kind of CRM in my life and, and I'm really grateful for Sam coming here because it means I can properly pick his brains about it later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, because I need to know what I want out of a CRM. I know I need something to sort of see this data. Yeah, yeah, but you've got to have a goal in mind for it, really, because otherwise it's kind of pointless. You're, well, just, you're just doing things for the same with, Well, with the team expanding, I want something easy and visual that I can just literally open up. It's got all the data there. This is how much money you've got in the pipeline. This is how much money you've got in awaiting accepted. This is how much money has been accepted. And this is how much money you're owed. Right, right, right. And then I can just sort of real snapshot the business in, in, in a couple of points. Um, I, I've worked with CRMs in the past and often the, the grief I've had with them is actually getting the data in. into the CRM. Yeah, that's the so, main. That's always the main complaint with like CRMs from sales professionals is data input. So I don't want to actually input any data and I don't want the boys to input any data. They're going to have to to some degree. Well, actually, the, the conversation I was having with, with this guy was actually more along the lines of, because we're using this other piece of software, Tradify, I'm trying to make sure that it's, it's all online so that the computer becomes quite disposable. 
again, I work in the building yeah, industry. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're a bunch of monkeys when it comes to using technology. Yeah. Um, so having a piece of software that talks to another piece of software, effectively, as long as they're quoting and invoicing and purchase ordering correctly, what I want is for that data to be immediately captured into the CRM. Yeah. So as soon as you convert a quote into a purchase order, yeah, that's that's stuff comes all, that's up that's all doable via all, APIs. But yeah. like, what one of the things that um, the, the, you need to be clear about what you're using each system for, because to me, it's, it kind of sounds like you're just doing the same thing twice. Yeah, I, I think we systems. need to sit down and so we we'll need to go through Tradeify and, and what yeah. I'm using it for, because ultimately you might look at it and go, well, I'd use it completely differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we need to do that. But it was really interesting because you came up in the conversation with. Those guys, John. I want to say his name was. Oh God, I forgot his name. Doesn't matter. John Hood. No. No. What was his name? I'll find his name. <laughs> and um, I, I mentioned you working with Entreport, and I said I really love what you're doing with KP Sales Engine. Yeah. But because I don't know entirely what I want out of a CRM, eighty pound a month, whatever it is for Entreport quite a lot of money and that's just for the basic and that's just for the basic whereas yeah. set for the full package is like because i'm a member of the fsb i think it was about 14 pound a month or something oh really so it's really cheap yeah yeah it's almost for a couple of months i'll get a month free because i've had this meeting yeah um but it's also a case of look if it, if there's a throwaway couple of months in there Really it doesn't really matter. Whereas, yeah, I'd no, even I'd notice. Just have a review and just do, just double check that it's right though, because one of the one of the most painful things is like jumping from CRM to CRM every yeah, well, six months. That's not something arts. I want to do. And ultimately, I want to ensure that if I am going to go the CRM route to, because ultimately I want to move away from the role that I'm doing now, move into a more CEO kind of yeah position. And the only way I'm going to be able to do that is by letting go of most of the work that I'm currently doing, yeah. employing the right people to manage the workloads that I'm doing, and then I just become this sort of godlike figure. I suppose. <laughs> watching, watching it watching happen, down from the clouds, watching my bank balance grow. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. Ultimately speaking, I want to watch what's happening. I want to. Ma- I want to be making decisions on and be the leader and being that. Well, yeah, to a, a degree, but also I want to be growing a, pe- a a team of people that are natural leaders in that yeah, sort as, of as well, director yeah, yeah. role below me yeah. so that I can effectively manage the business. And I want to, uh, I think I've been clear, I want to set up other businesses. I'm enjoying this startup buzz. Yeah. And I, I like the idea of at some point starting another business more related to what my personal sort of life is in yeah, terms yeah. of I like the media I like the marketing kind of realms of well, things that's the whole point I think is like building a profitable bit profitable business mm. allows you to just have options well that, like, that's ultimately know. all we really want in life it yeah, is the yeah. option being to able to have options. it doesn't do anything else like there's a, you get to a certain point where you if you take a certain amount of money out of the business it becomes incredibly tax inefficient for you to yeah. do so, which, and you feel bad about taking the money out. Yeah, well, you just lose it, lose it to the tax man. That's so it. So if you if you got if you've got like profit left in the business, it gives you options. Like you can reinvest it. You can set like, up other businesses with just, it. You know, just through having conversations right? with people like Adam, I know Adam's very much thinking along the route of becoming like the angel investor, but actually wants to be a real hands-on investor yeah. to to small businesses where I, I know he has a lot of board meetings and stuff like that that he doesn't particularly 
perhaps enjoy as much as, yeah, yeah. as he could be enjoying running the business. And and if, if you can be that kind of angel investor that has a real kind of, I, I will only invest in the business that I want to invest into, but by me giving them this amount of money, I'm giving them this amount of time. Yeah, yeah. And and then you become that hands-on role to work with Is that something that them. you would want to do? I, I, if I can get good at business, absolutely. I, I'm still not sure if I'm good at business. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. still... I mean, I'm nine months in, and there's enough there to. I love how you always look at your watch. The, visit, I, I, I the, the, the listeners, the, the listeners won't be able to see, but no. you you are the type of guy that always looks at his watch every time he says like nine months. Or I, something. I, I look at the I look at the date <laughs> to calculate it how far it's gone. But but we're we're at a point where we we have seen through year one in terms of yeah. the sales that we put coming in, which is great. But it kind of I, I'm a, I'm. I think we've said it on a on a previous episode. I am a goal setter, so the first goal for DTS was to make it through year one. Yeah, yeah. No other goal, just make it through year one. Yeah. Don't go groveling and looking for a job after six months because yeah. you failed miserably. Well, so we got that far. I, I and and yeah, I I'd like to think that because of my background, I've I've kind of grown into this kind of directorship role, but that doesn't mean that I don't have any idea what yeah, I think you, we were saying before yeah. you we need make a bigger team to, I think you really need a bigger team to be able to call yourself like a director you know what I mean yeah I mean it, uh, w- there's two of us at the moment we'll be four by September um, and we were saying before this podcast the, the aspiration is I, I, I'd like to be out of my home office by the new year because yeah. I think four people in the shed's going to be hard work though I did drive on the way down here I did drive past like shed world or something is yeah. that where you got your shed from no I built it myself oh, I, really? I went I, I did the builders merchant thing and I went around and I sourced everything that I do now for a living I sourced all the materials myself through various different places right right and I, I built it from scratch there you go well listen, and it looks rubbish enough of this enough of this high level nonsense that we we've been rambling on about like what's going on what's going on what's going on um so Again, I, I can feel the slap on the wrist from Callow straight away, um, but I've taken a step back over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> In and terms of what, sales or just the, everything? The, uh, just everything, really. I, really, for me, the focus has been on working with Ian really closely, on yeah. ensuring that when the boys start, or before the boys start, because the strategy is actually starting now, um, we know exactly what we're doing. So we, we've really spent a lot of time... And I spend a lot of time because I'm trying to sort of bring myself into the 21st century when it comes to this marketing luck. Yeah. Ask me 10 years ago when I was working in print, I could sell anything and I understood every, all the numbers and all that. Now it's a bit of a minefield. Yeah. Um, but we've been focusing on metadata and hashtags and all this kind of stuff in the background. SEO. And SEO, yeah. managing what's driving levels of success in terms of the viewership on like so Facebook, LinkedIn. So you've been doing, just for the listeners, I suppose, just to dive inside, you've been doing some like tests, like some small tests on social exactly media that. to see what gets the most engagement. Exactly that. So that you can plan for future so stuff, right? I think we mentioned in a previous episode when we were talking about my strategy that I've got this explainer video being made for me at the moment. I, I mean, I'm hoping it will be ready for the viewers to at least see a draft in the Startup Diary Club Facebook group by the end of this month, okay, at the very yeah. least a draft. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the idea being that we're looking at all the data now so that when this is ready, we've got a fairly good idea of what hashtags to be using, where to be putting it, what time we need to be putting it out, etc. I think that's a good plan, man. I think you're doing the um, right thing. And, and yeah, it's, it's taking me away from my comfort zone, which is picking up the phone and selling. And don't get me wrong, I'm still picking up the phone and selling and doing all the normal day-to-day stuff. I'm just, I'm just doing, I'm doing a little bit less and 
And one thing that I've got my dad doing, for context, my dad is an employee of mine. Um, we're trying to, so over the last 10, 11 months or whatever it's been now, we, we've really sort of focused all of our attention on just finding a business model that we've got that's really solid. Yeah, yeah. And then just throwing all our attention at it. We've got titles for titles' sake. Yeah. But actually, I gave Dad a title that fitted what I wanted him to do when the business grew to a point that I could effectively pull him away from a computer and like, do the quotes. It's not like Chief Dad Officer. Or no, so like he's, he's, <laughs> so his just for context, his background he's, he's been a branch manager for twenty eight years for a distribution. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. insulation brand yeah, yeah, you say, things. yeah. And so his his real skill is a managing and motivating a team. Yeah. But it's also getting the most out of the people around him, etc., etc. So he's moving into a biz, a biz dev role. Right. Where his his sole purpose is to ensure that he's feeding the supply chain to the sales team. Right. So the sales team know, right, we've got a deal on this product. If we sell this many products, we're going to get a kickback. Sounds like he's more of like a supplier, like manager, So he's, right? it's going to be a right? supply chain manager, but he's also, as the customer basis naturally grows because we, we're we sort of tripling the sales team as such, because yeah. I'm still not going to be able to let go of it completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His job will then be to make sure that all the customers are talked to frequently. So... Naturally, when, when you're working in sales, you, you can't pick up the phone and just ask people, hi, how are you? Just yeah, want to make yeah, sure yeah. you're all right. Go around, have a cup of tea, you know, <laughs> be there for them, answer the questions, be a shoulder <laughs> to cry on. As much as we'd all love that situation to be, I'm very much at the end of the situation where I, where we're dealing with maybe 15, 20 regular clients now. By the end of October, I want to be, be at 100, 150 clients yeah. because there's three of us and in order to sustain a business... We need to have yeah, more people throwing increase. money into the pie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm fully aware that if I'm just from my telesales days where I was phone bashing, there's no relationship there. There's no time to build the relationship. So that has to come with time. So if these boys are picking up the phone and starting building a relationship, that DTS branding that we're putting a lot of time, effort and money into sort of building is really important. But actually being seen as we're a company with a face, you're going to have a person that's going to come make sure you're all right, make yeah, sure yeah. you're happy with the service. When you get a delivery, someone's picking up the phone and saying, just want to double check the delivery's turned up all right. Yeah. Did you have any queries? Did you have any problems? Service. It's all it's about all service. about the service. That's yeah, absolutely yeah. all it is. The, the, yeah. like, like we've said on numerous occasions, that the product itself is completely irrelevant. It doesn't matter that we're selling building materials. It yeah, you've got to provide like, the best service. And your marketing's got to like, shout about that. Exactly that. And, and the only way that we're going to be able to do that is by having as many people seeing it as possible as many people using it as possible, and we have someone there who is developing how we do this as a model yeah. to ensure that every single person that comes out at the end of paying us a bill is happy with the fact that they've paid us that bill, not, oh, well, I paid it because I did it, but it's, yeah, but you, you know, I'm yeah, never going to yeah, use them yeah. again kind of thing. We want, we want repeat business. We want people using us all the time because, not because they don't see there's a choice to use anyone else, but because they want to use us because they understand. It needs to be like, as a customer, I need to be like, they've just made my life fucking well easier. Well, effectively, the whole marketing strategy is around the single point of contact and we are an extension of your team. Yeah. And I think that's the real thing, is having an extension of team where we've got this body that is being paid just to make sure that everyone who supports the business, whether you're a supplier or customer, is kept happy. Yeah. Um, so so here's the thing, right? I mean, you've, you you say like you've stepped back a little bit from most things and you've been focusing on that, but 
that's good. That's good. Like yeah. that's fine. Like you need. It needs. Sometimes to be done. you need to. Sometimes like. Grow for all costs. This is something I heard in another podcast recently. Isn't always the right thing. Like no. you, you need to like refocus on marketing, and you know you're learning it, and Ian's helping you, and you're kind of figuring mm. out what your marketing pl- strat- strategy is. Yeah. If you don't know that, and you don't like have like a, at least a bit of an understanding of how yeah. it's going to work. And you just pass it off to somebody else blindly. They're not going to get it right. No, so it's I important think, that you spend the time with them on it. And you'll meet Ian tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but the thing that I really like about Ian is he's really focused on learning about me. Yeah. About my business, he's come and spent time values. with my dad. He understands my values. He understands what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, and ultimately speaking, it's the, it's the reason I use Ian is because a I see him every Friday. Yeah. At this networking meeting, so he's an easy. He understands my business because I stand up and talk in front of him every week. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. This is what I want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you don't listen, then yeah, you perfect. don't yeah, get yeah. But it's it's great. Um, but it's also his knowledge within the building industry is, is nil. He's not an expert with builders. Yeah. But what he's really done is he's sunk his teeth into, well, what would I want to see as a customer? Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. and he's really... Well, that's good. That's, you need to think it's really the shaping the marketing as to, well, what, yeah. if, I, if I don't know what I'm seeing, what do I want to see? Yeah. If I want to do this, what information am I looking for? What kind of things am I typing in? Because naturally, if you're looking for a marketing expert, you're going to type very, very different phrases into Google than what my mum would. Yeah, I mean, yeah. my mum turning on the computers the next stage, but... <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things where actually having him as a non-expert is actually proving to be beneficial. Yeah. And... One of the guys that we've got starting with us in September, ironically, he's working in sales at the moment. He's a very, very, very good salesman. But he's got a background prior to being in sales as a marketing assistant. Right. So what I'm really looking forward to is the fact that he can be a really good person for me to vet ideas on Yeah. before I go and spend the money with Ian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Ian, just for, for reference, is costing me about a quarter of the amount of what it would cost me to have a full-time marketing expert. Yeah, yeah. But he's always at the end of the phone. Yeah, that's the whole point uh, about outsourcing. Yeah. But having someone within my team that I'm paying as well that can potentially bring more to the table and therefore more to Ian's yeah, desk. Yeah. And it's just sounding out ideas. Well, that's it. Someone with experience is always Don't good. get me wrong, I pay Ian on a retainer. Yeah. I don't know exactly what I get out of it in terms of the time that he's given, but I see Facebook posts and I just assume he's doing the right thing. Yeah. But when I spent some time with him on Monday and we sat down and we went through everything, you really understand where your money's being spent. Yeah, and, I think and you, need, you need that though, because like, there's no point in just paying somebody a retainer and seeing a couple of Facebook posts and then, you know, yippee, yippee ki we're all, we're all set. Like, you need to know what the, what the results are and yeah. what... The, and what what the aim is. Like, yeah, I mean, otherwise you're just pissing in the that's wind. That's it. I mean, we're, we're, and, and as I said to you previously, at this stage, it's very test. We're not looking for results. We're not looking for the fine going mental and all that kind of thing yet. We're just, it's a real branding thing. Yeah, at it the sounds moment. like you're testing out different messages and, just, and stuff and seeing what works. And, when, and then when this video is done, that will go straight into a full strategy. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are yeah, we doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then that will hopefully lead to. My, my plan for the next year of, of doubling the team again because although I don't want to be one of these massive companies where there's more people to manage than, than sent, what I do see with this is in order to offer the level of customer service that we want to be offering, we, it is going to be a strength in numbers kind of thing because yeah. every single person that we want to service 
needs to be able to pick up the phone and talk to an individual. And if yeah. if I'm starting to burn out people, they're not. I'm not going to get the most out of them. Yeah, it's as simple as that. But but sort of moving from the employment type type of thing, you you've had some exciting stuff happening this week. So tell me about yeah your, yeah uh, yeah. So yeah, else. just just to give you a catch up on my stuff, I suppose. Um, past couple of weeks have been pretty crazy, man. Um, I've had a couple of I've had a week on holiday, which I tried not to work but had to. <laughs> Story um, of our lives. Yeah. Um, couple of days off last week for a friend's birthday. So I've just spent the majority of the time keeping on top of client work. But, you know, new people have been finding me and booking in meetings and, you know, having having new sales meetings and stuff. So everything's taking over nicely and we're Good. growing steadily. The kind of main focus that I've been, well, that, that my top priority over the past couple of weeks has been trying to find somebody part-time to help alleviate some of the pressures that's coming with all of this all this all this client work that I'm having to take on mm. at the minute because um I don't have any time to do any I don't I really don't have much time to work on the business at the minute and that kind of gets me down a little bit yeah um because you feel like you're not making progress right I'm sure everybody can relate to that you, when you, you, you know, chase your own tail and you yeah, feel like you're just, being a busy fool yeah, and it's just constant, man. Um, so anyway, so good news is is the part-time, part-time uh, person started today. So we have the first team member, which is cool. I'm excited about that. Um, we are a remote business. I can say we now, and there is, actually it's, it's, it's actually real. It's actually we, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I work with contractors anyway on certain projects, but um, you know, having somebody like actually on the team is, is kind of cool. So... Um, you know, we're a remote team. We're, all of the stuff that we will do will be online. I had a two-hour um, onboarding meeting with him this morning um, just to go through, you know, an overview of the business, what we're trying to achieve uh, in, from Tribecto's side yeah. of things, an overview of the KBB sales engine side of things yeah. and the differences between the two and yeah. why, why the KBB sales so engine was put up. Is he self-employed? And and working with you sort yeah, of on the retainer kind of yeah, style. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll just send me like so he's based in the Philippines. Okay. Um and Philippines is quite so I wanted somebody part time, I wanted somebody that would be available in the mornings. Right. And Philippines is quite a good uh country to um get help from because A, there's actually quite a lot of freelancers in the Philippines. B, you know, the blatant thing is that they cost a lot less, mm. you know, just to be honest about it. Um, but you don't just because you pay less doesn't mean you get less skills, which is really yeah. good. Um, and he has a lot of skills in. For, for me, like the key things that I'm looking for is like um, adaptability and um, strength in using software. Yeah. And just being able to pick software up quickly. I suppose uh, it's it's very unlikely that he would have had any experience with on support. That's well, cool. actually, he has got a oh, really? lot experience. Oh, so I, 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 um, I, I purposely seeked out some people that at least had a little bit of entrepreneur experience, yeah. and he and he did have. Um, so anyway, so the, so so the past couple of weeks have been going through this whole like hiring process, and I've learned in the past that 
it's easy to just think, this person looks good, let's just use them and bring them on board. The, the, the Fiverr sort of approach, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You whereas, get a little bit of a CV on a little bit of paper and yeah, on, on says, the screen. And yeah, he'll do. do. I'm sure that looks, I'm sure you, that'll you be go, fine. And you then go it to ends, check out before you actually find out who they are. Yeah, and then it ends up being a little bit of a bad relationship because just expectations weren't set properly. So this time round, and I've done that in the past, but this time I've made like a, a, like a conscious effort of like doing a proper interview process. Yeah. So just so that others know, if anybody is using, you know, outsourcers or anybody wants to bring somebody on part time and um, to help out if they're doing a remote business or whatever it may be, the process that I kind of went through was putting up the job posting and then and, and being very specific and quite detailed. So there's a website called onlinejobs.ph. Oh, so you actually went deliberately looking for someone in the Philippines? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just because I got previous experience with working with quite a lot of Filipinos, and they're actually really good. Uh, their English is good as well. Generally English, as well. English is good. I'm super diligent. Um, I've been to the Philippines. I spent a month in the Philippines oh, as well, perfect. and and everyone's just super nice over there. Like yeah. really, really nice people. Um, so just culturally, they're a good fit for a remote company. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so so I put the job post on there, that, that, uh, just to give people the process. Put the job posting up. Be super specific about what the tasks are going to be, um, and what the job's going to entail. Um, who they're going to be working and reporting into, etc., yeah. etc. Try and get them a little bit excited about it, and then, um, you'll get a load of applicants, no doubt. Yeah. That don't have any experience, um, in in what you're looking for. So I actually searched for on people with entrepreneur experience and said, "Hey, I've got this job posting." you can go here and apply for it. Right. And then they, I had like maybe like five or six people that had entrepreneurial experience apply for it, did a little bit of a short list, did, so, did, a, quick, um, did a quick round of first interviews where yeah. I just jumped on a video call with them for 45 minutes, yeah. explained what I was doing, et cetera, et cetera. And, and was this guy just, or girl, the one that you clicked with the most or, or was it so, uh, the most experience or, or? That's, that's a good question I, I narrowed it down to two people okay. um, there was a guy and a girl and um, the girl had really good ex- uh, really good communication skills her English was brilliant Yeah. and but the guy had better skill set right. so but his communication was still fine Yeah. so I ended up choosing the guy because he actually okay so, so the next step after that call mm. just to which will it, inform you how I made that decision is I actually set them a mini project okay so I said right well I just wrote a paragraph I said um here is a sample brief like mm-hmm. we have a client it's called sample kitchen company they need a brochure landing page building on their website yeah um going to entreport build the page you can use any of the templates there and customize it. Yeah. They need to have a brochure delivered when somebody fills in the form on the page. So you need to build the email and you also need to build the campaign that connects those two things. Perfect. So it's kind of like three tasks there. And, and that's ultimately, by them doing that, that's the core of the sales engine, isn't it? Yeah, to a degree. I mean, obviously it's a bit more complex than that, but that, if they can get that, they, they've, the, there's that's, a baseline that's there, it, you know? So. So, they, so they both did it. He performed much better in that test. Yeah. So I ended up going with him from a skills perspective, and but then equally she could be she 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 would be I th- and I've and I've kept the conversation open with her because I feel like she would be a great person to be like a project manager in the future, mm-hmm. um. So I'm definitely um keen to bring her on at some point if possible because I think she would be really good. Yeah. 
Um, also as well, she's done a lot. She's got a lot of customer service experience, so she might be really good at handling support stuff. Yeah. What What's the time difference between us and the Philippines? Um, it's about seven hours. Oh, so they they are mornings, their afternoon. Exactly. Yeah. So so I want so I start work. You know, maybe anywhere. I, I generally jump on online at about seven seven thirty eight, yeah. and then he technically will start at eight a.m. and he'll work until twelve p.m. So it's kind of like yeah. his. So you're evening. paying him for like four hours. Four hours a day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Which. Five days a week. And, and and yeah, so you know, and he's have you got like you set up on Zoom with him so that he's online, yeah, talking to you all, all so day. So he's a program called Slack. It's like a okay. chat. It's like a chat application. Um, so he's in there, so we can communicate in there Brilliant. easily. Um, we use Asana for task management, task management and project management. Yeah. So any tasks that need to be assigned will be assigned to him in Asana. He can yeah. manage them through there. So I was that's what I. So he started today, which is yeah. a cool thing. Um, so I spent two hours on the phone with him this morning, going going through everything, and showing him all like the project management tools. He's got a day to settle in and just crack on with life for yeah. a little bit tomorrow. Yeah, I said, look, I'm not going to be around tomorrow because I'm going to be uh, um, I'm going to be at this networking thing with Dan, and and then driving back. I said we'll catch up Monday, and I set him a couple of tasks. I said crack on with it, yeah. um, and he's already done like one of them, which I was like, oh sweet. He, so he works fast, which is good. That's, that's great because it means that you don't want to overload him, but it means you're going to get your money's worth out of him. Yeah. And if he doesn't do four hours a day and he's available for those four hours to I'm do not, other I, things for you. I'm not a taskmaster, man. Uh, I'm not uh, going to be like managing like, oh, but, you only work three and a half hours today. Uh, well, like, that, you know what I mean? But ultimately, you're not going to feel guilty if he's done the list of things that he needs to do exactly. by 10 o'clock in the morning. Exactly. And then you just palm off a couple of the bits. As long as the work's done, I, I don't really give a shit. Like, you know that's what I mean? That's exactly my outlook on it. Yeah. I mean, I went out for dinner with the guys that I'm hiring. Um, we took them out last week, and and they're starting in September, and and they, I think it's going to take a little while to get them out of that PLC mindset of the only, the only thing that I'm being insistent on is because I train on a Monday morning still. Like I I train at half seven and I don't get out of the gym until about quarter past nine. Yeah, which is not so good for Monday morning strategy sort of stuff in terms of me being in my business. Yeah. But but what I actually see that as a real advantage is if I insist that they're in my office by eight, half eight on that Monday morning, they get a couple of hours to chew the fat about the weekend, talk this, talk that, get it all out in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understand yeah. what each other are doing in the week. And then when I come in, we've said every Monday we're going to have a 10 o'clock till 11 o'clock meeting where we just go through... Targets, the, et cetera, the week, et cetera. KPIs. Who's doing what, KPI stuff. Yeah. What exciting things are happening in the business, what exciting things are happening in their lives. Because I want to they'll want them to feel like this business is as much my, theirs as it is mine. Yeah. Um So trying to create sort of a bit of trying culture. Trying to create that culture. And it's gonna be hard because there's only gonna be four of us and two of us are related. Actually I think you find that it'll probably be easier to build a better culture when it's smaller. Yeah, it needs to be built now. Yeah, yeah, for so sure. So when when, 100%. The, when the guys come in because they, they are fully aware that, look, I'm, I'm not going to throw my toys out of the pram if they don't work. Simple as that. Yeah. The, the view is, is they're working in sales. This is their target. If they meet the target, if they do that target in 12 hours, great. Yeah. Great. Push for more. But if you don't, you've done what I've paid you for. Yeah. So if you go and then take a month off, yeah. I, I can't be there to argue with them. As long as they pick up the phone you, and match. You say that, but you, you, I don't I, think that would quite play no, out. It doesn't quite play out. It, it won't ever play out like that because the likelihood is they're never going to hit their target that quickly. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because 
if I was setting their targets, yeah, you need to set targets. Then I'm <laughs> I'm doing my job wrong as a, as a manager. <laughs> but ultimately speaking, you know what I mean. It's like I don't want to be that drill sergeant. I've been in the situation where I've been micromanaged. I've not enjoyed yeah, working. Shit. And I, I just want these people to come to work, enjoy what they're doing, yeah. and and watch this grow organically. And I and I've said to one yeah. of them that I'm not going to make the call on the next hire. That's your job. Yeah. The, your, your, the first proper job that you've got within this business is obviously to start meeting your targets. Yeah. But for you to start monitoring how the team are doing so that you can then make the call on what, what sort of person we need to hire, when we need to hire them, what who they are, where yeah. they are. And he's ultimately, what I want is for him to run that campaign. So he then immediately sees that as his responsibility for the future as well. Yeah. Obviously... I'll oversee the decisions and I'll help him out and yeah, course, my dad yeah. will be there to help and all that. But actually, part of what I want to do is, is to grow their their personalities and grow them in, within business. And I think what you're doing with this guy is great because actually you're giving him the opportunity to become something much bigger. Yeah, well, I'm more of... Like I said to him this morning, I was like, look, I'm not... T- I'm, like, I want you... So the, basically, the task that I set him, like, that we were going to check in on on Monday was go and build this landing page. Here's a guide. Here's a landing page that looks good. You go and build it within Entreport, right? Perfect. So, and I'm not going to tell you what it needs to look like, what colors you need to use, what images you need to use. Here's a load of free image websites that you can use. Here's a load of illustrate free illustration websites you can use. Yeah. You crack on, get creative, and learn it. Like, I need you to fiddle around and figure shit out. So I, I need you not to be on my case. Yeah. You need, you need to be self out, and do it you know? yourself. And, and literally, I got here, and by the time I got here... He'd already sent through, like, the page has been built. And I checked it out, and it looked pretty good for a first attempt. I'm like, sound, you know? Yeah. There's, sure, there's some pointers. I'll go through with him on Monday. But, but like, as a first attempt, like, oh, in figuring out, I mean, he's what, great. Realistically, he's, what, four, four hours, hours in? in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if so, anyone wants a pat on the back. It's... And two of those hours he spent talking to me. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty happy right now. We'll see how yeah. it pans I mean, out. And ultimately speaking, the, the great thing is, is he's... Learning how to deal with the English, he's learning this, he's learning that, and he's got yeah, he's effectively a within a full a full time working day in terms of the traditional. Yeah. He's got another four hours that he can still give. Yeah. And and if you if you're well, tomorrow, I just gave him I I just gave him like a training course to go through on Entreport. Okay. So you know just to build his skills up. So I hopefully you know. I, it seems it's to be going really well. Exciting, it's, it's, it's early days, so we'll see what happens. It, but, but we'll keep we'll keep everybody updated. Yeah, it's 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 really exciting just to. Uh, you, you've actually beaten me to it in, in a sense I'm like, I've, I've made the decisions and got out and offered jobs but because of real life and notice periods and stuff with hiring people in the UK you've won you, you've expanded quicker than I have well technically you do have your dad as an employee yeah but you know he doesn't really count he's got my best interests at heart all the time so yeah man that's but, kind of it oh, good, I think man. maybe I think that's probably a natural place to stop this one man well how long are we on it's been we're 38 minutes in man yeah let's do that let's that's do good. that let's uh, Maybe we'll record another one while we're in the same room. I've got I've got a topic for a short one that we can do. Sick. Um. So let's let's wrap let's, this one up and then. Sweet. Well, Sam, let let's just jump into straight how people can contact us if they've made it this far. First off, if you made it this far and you well thought done. that this was good, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> no, I mean, um, subscribe, hit the subscribe button. Um, it, it helps us, us out. Like and... Give, drop us a review if you can. It really does help us out. Um, we've we've been getting quite a few reviews, so it's it it feels good. <laughs> it, Stroke our ego, please. But but again, you can find us in the Startup Diary Club on Facebook. That's yeah. always a good place to find us because we're quite. 
we're one of the noisy ones, or a couple of noisy people in yeah, that group, yeah. and we've always got opinions on what people are doing. Um, but also podcast at all that good stuff.net. We've got an email address. We will at some point pull our finger out and have all that good stuff.net as a website. I've just uh, yeah, I was thinking about that actually. We should. Well, I was thinking about it, and, and that. unfortunately, that's way above my pay grade. Yeah, I'll figure I, it out. I'm at not some good point. at when I've got a spare two hours. I'll do it at some point. Yeah, it doesn't need much, but we'll work it out. Maybe we'll get we'll get Arnold to do it. That'd be a good show. Yeah, yeah. Is that his name? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that his real name or is that his Filipino yeah, name? Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> so the thing, the, just to wrap this one up, I suppose, the thing is with Filipinos, they always have really funny names. Not funny as in, like, they're, they're weird names, but they're always, like, really English names. Yeah. Or, like, or American names. I don't know why. It's that American TV culture, isn't it? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Let's uh, wrap <laughs> this one up and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Yeah. See you later. Bye.